Good evening and welcome to Spirit Radio. I am your host, Willie Hassel. Along with my co-host, Lynn Nickerson, we will take you on a journey, a journey into the unknown where the paranormal becomes the normal, a journey to a world cloaked in darkness where reality becomes a thin veil. So sit back, relax, and join us as we venture into the shadows, the darkness, the unknown, and back. Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to Spirit Radio, the Paranormal Experience. I'm Willie Hassel, along with the lovely, the mystical, the mysterious, Lynn Nickerson. Hey there. Hello, Willie. Do you ever get tired of saying that? No. Why would I get tired of saying that? I'm asking you. Don't throw it back at me. I, I, I answered you. I said no. And I just asked you why I would. I don't know. Because you're the lovely, you're the mystical, and that other thing there, too. Okay. And the author and... and Mr. Radio, Promotion, you're wonderful. Radio show host and <laughs> former TV host. Yeah, former TV star, huh? Form, yeah. Um, well, you know. Former, yeah. <laughs> so how are you? Oh, just great. Just great. And how might you be? I'm just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good. Yep. Good. I expect no no less from you than that. Okay. So I got you fooled too then, huh? Yep, you okay. do. All right. So um, yeah. hey, who's our what? guest tonight? Who's our guest? Why do we have I suppose I could look to my right, but I'd rather you told oh, me. Oh, that's right. Hey, there's somebody here in the studio with us. <laughs> hey, tonight on Spirit Radio, the Paranormal Experience, tonight our guest is Donna Hanley. Donna has been a practicing medium for over eight years. She first became aware of her gift after a series of personal tragedies. Once referred to as a soul-healing medium, Donna has dedicated herself to sharing messages and healing others who have experienced the pain of losing a loved one. Practicing for over eight years, in 2019, she decided to dedicate her life to the spirit and to helping others on a full-time basis. So, welcome to Spirit Radio, Donna Henley. Good evening. Um, How are you? Thank you. This is an honor to be here. I really, really was honored to be asked to come and talk with you t- We're tonight. We're t- so glad you could make it because yeah. she drove uh, an hour and 45 a, minutes to be a, here. A long way through the rain and the fog and it the thunder is. and the lightning. And Yeah, it's not an easy trek. Thank you. She comes from the middle of the state of New Hampshire and there's nothing there. Way over yonder. Yeah, way over there. She's very close to Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> Vermont? Yeah, the middle of the woods. That, that's, another, that's another country, isn't it? Yeah, she's yeah. in a big city tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we were lucky to meet Donna a few weeks ago over at KRI, and that was really a strange happenstance when she got to uh, do a gallery reading over there, and she did a great job, and she was on our radio show then. We interviewed her for a short period of time there. That's right. I was going to say this is her first appearance on the show, but no. She was was on before. Yeah. 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 So, Donna, I wanted to ask you a little bit about, you you say that you're a soul healer, but usually people, you know, they label themselves, and usually it's something like psychic medium, trans medium, psychic empath. So... Which would you say you are? All of it? Some of it? I I am all of it. Okay. Uh, I prefer to work more on the mediumship level. I have done psychic, but I, I really like working 
with mediumship and help bring healing uh, by connecting with loved ones on the other side. But then you're really empathic as well, aren't you? Yes, yep. Okay. Oh, very. I think you would have to be. Yeah, very. And I, like I said, I'm also psychic. I don't like to dwell on the psychic part. I know, but still, psychic is really just a way of getting yeah, information. Yeah, it is. It is. In um, an odd way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all of it's good. Yeah, you know? it's all good. All of it's good. Yeah, because sometimes people, you know, they work in different, they have yes. different methods. And you do combine, well, shamanism and, you know, Native American uh, belief systems yes. and methods. Yep. Um, so before we get into that and kind of like your methodology, um, maybe you can briefly talk about how it was that you started becoming really aware of this gift. Like you were always psychic as a child, but things happened in your life, like starting with 2009. Uh, yeah. Um, well, it started before that with the suicide of my sister's son, Ian, and I was getting visits from him, um, after that where I would ask him, Ian, why did you do this? And he would actually make me feel the pain he was feeling, but also run up the, you know, the field of sunflowers to my grandfather. So that kind of intrigued me. And so I started my Native American journey after that, um, just looking and going uh, to medicine wheels, ceremonies, et cetera. And then my son, uh, got killed in 2009. Um, he was dealing with drug addiction, and he created. He got involved in a home invasion that turned deadly in Berlin, yeah. New Hampshire, and he was killed. He was shot during that event. And after I went through grief, my husband gave me a mediumship reading with Lauren Rainbow. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, she says, so what are you going to do with your gifts? And I looked at her like she had two heads. Two heads. And I'm like, (laughs) I have no idea what she was talking about. But it got me curious as to what she meant. And Mm -hmm. I started training with Lauren. And, you know, it's been 10 years now. I've been through multiple medium medium trainers, you know, Tony Stockwell, John Holland, Janet Novak, Lauren Rainbow, Mm -hmm. you know, Reese Davies. I I can't. I can't even begin to name them all, and I've trained diligently. Um, your your nephew, right, the first one, your yes. sister's son, um, did he continue to contact you so that you were able to um, develop what was going on? Yes. Uh, did you continue con- communicating with him? Yes. I was even brought up to, I guess it's heaven, where I can look in, and I was told you can only look in. He, do- he can't know you are here. And I was seeing his growth. He was being taken care of by an elderly person. Um, he was eight years old, and I, oh. and I, kind of predicted. Wait a minute. He was eight years old when he committed suicide. No, he was eighteen, but he was happiest at eight, and that's where okay. he went back. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I actually predicted his suicide the Friday before. I asked my sister, who was suicidal in the family, that Friday. Really? But, yeah, he died Saturday. Did Did anybody take you up on? Your suggestion? I mean, yeah, the yeah, fact we that were, you brought it up. Yeah, but we didn't think it was that serious at the time, you know. And you did think that it was him. I I knew it was a male in the family. It just that must have come as yeah, a surprise. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was still a surprise. But I even predicted that my son wouldn't be with me all that long, huh? Uh, I predicted by twenty five he would be gone. 
He died at 23. Wow. Okay, so you started studying all this, yep. and what sort of course did you take with Lauren Rainbow? What courses? Mm. Oh, it's just medium etiquette, um, how to really connect. You know, it's from spirit, through spirit, to spirit. It's how to deliver the message in a loving way. Okay. You know, what about meditation? What about getting into the state? How- oh, yeah. You really have to meditate daily. Um, and when I meditate, I pull in you know, the energies of Mother Earth, the energies of Father Sky, and I bring in my spirit guides, I bring in um, the elders, I bring in ascended masters, the uh, the angels, and anyone else out there that is on my side. My son is a huge supporter of me on the other side Great. as well. And I meditate at least 30, 30 or 40 minutes. Really? I do that every time I, you know, I give readings, etc. How was it that you established who your spirit guides were or were going to be? Did they choose you? Did you choose them? Did they show themselves to you? How, would, how did that happen? Through meditation, and I mean, at one meditation, I said, okay, I want to meet a spirit guide. You know, I know you're there, and <laughs> Three in the morning, I, I get this, my name's Pete. And I was, it, he was so heavy, it scared the heck out of me. I almost like Did you packed up. And, yeah, I almost packed up and ran from my little cabin I had by a lake. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, I did ask for this. <laughs> so so I, I know Pete, and Pete's been with me for a long time since childhood. He's oh. a big guy. Uh, and then as I meditate and picture a room, I invite my spirit guides in. And there's some, the newer ones are the monk, uh, Rowan is his Rowan name. Rowan is his yep. name? So he's an Irish monk? He, he, yeah, he, well, it dates back to somewhere in Norway that we had this connection. Hmm. Okay, so he was someone from your former life. Yes. From a yep. former life. Yep. yep. That's really cool. Yep. Okay. And you mentioned a stallion. Yeah, a white stallion. That's my shamanic side. Yeah, he's, he's very graceful. I ride him a lot too. Do you, know. you? Yeah, yeah. Yes, you mentioned journeying, didn't yep. you? Yep. And you also mentioned the buffalo. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, how is it that the buffalo helps you? The buffalo guides me to, you know, the fields of nourishment. So we mm-hmm. roam, but he's also the educator of what my mind, my body, and my soul needs. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've kind of gone on a healthy side now where I'm not eating what I used to so my my body the way I'm viewing my body is changing too and nourishing that and that's all part of and he's he he came in August of last year during a meditation really? yeah I have it written down that one so what was it he showed up and he kind of offered himself to you to help you yeah I was doing a purple flame meditation and, and how did you come by that meditation? Uh, I met a Native American when I was in um, Onset, Massachusetts. at um, Like a powwow or something? Yeah, yeah. And he kind of said I was kind of special, so he kind of mentored me for a bit and told me to do a purple flame meditation, and that's what I got out of that was the buffalo. Yeah, the guy is 84 years old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And the purple flame, is it just something that you you imagine in your mind yep. and focus on that? Yep. There's okay. meditations you can find online if yeah. you want to do that meditation. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty intense. 
Oh, that's neat. Um, so they offered themselves to you with either names or like White Stallion is White Stallion and Buffalo is Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you you consider yourself a soul healer. So could you tell us kind of your approach? You don't like to do psychic readings where, you know, it's the daily mundane stuff that you're predicting. You really try to get down to a soul level to help people. So... Could you kind of give us an example of how you operate when you do that? Like, what is it? How do you connect? What is it you see? Do you actually get a visual, a mental image of the individual that has passed? How do you work? How do you perceive? Uh, the first thing I do is I connect heart with to heart with the, we call them sitters, the people who are sitting in front of us. Okay. And I tend to get an image of the person that comes mm. behind me. Um, so I, I tend to get a pretty good image of that person and most of the time because of my background the people I get have died tragically really in some way yep and because they probably feel that you've got there's that association and you've been through it in your life yeah okay so I'll get um and I'll usually get young young people that pass I'll I'll get um a dick you know overdose deaths that come through and a lot of what I try to do is really pay attention to those who have passed because there's some guilt in some of these passings I would think and also listen to my sitter because there's there's guilt with the person in front of me Mm -hmm. because forgiveness sometimes is a hard thing in these cases and a lot of times I find forgiveness is the biggest obstacle of healing on both sides. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to help people is with this forgiveness and to help them, you know, understand that if their child commits suicide, they're not in hell. They're not in hell. They're in a loving I, place. I believe that, too. I you think know? maybe they have to stay where they're at until they understand the implications, the impact of what mm-hmm. of their actions, and then they can move on. But I think that has to be worked through, don't you? Yeah. And the same thing with addiction. I mean, my son died because he was an addict, you know, and there's a what have, could have, should have. <sighs> And did I do everything possible? And there's a lot of guilt around not being able to save your child. Yeah, but they can be sneaky. Yeah, but still, you know, <laughs> I tried. You know I tried my darndest to save my child. I even wrote to the police department, telling them my child was dealing around the area. And I ended. I'd rather see him in jail than dead. And he died a few weeks later. I was desperate, and. There's a lot of guilt around that, that the parents feel they haven't done enough to help their child yeah. in their child past. He was 23 years old. 23. Off, yep. I mean, he's got a mind of his own by that time. It's awfully yeah, hard. Yeah, but when you when you incorporate drugs into that, it's not really a mind of their own anymore. It's well, a drug mind. You know what I mean? Initially, it was yeah. when they made yeah. the decisions, yep. but it, it's awfully hard to turn back on their own. Mm. Yep, it is. Okay. That is really tough when you get you have these heart-rendering communications. Yeah, but it's also healing, you know, to be honored to get those type of communications and to be able to bring it in a loving way to the sitter and to understand, you know, it's something if they go to a medium and their child comes through and 
And if they never lost a child, you can't say, oh, I understand how you feel because I've lost my child. You know, I've lost my nephew. We've experienced suicide. We experience heroin addiction. We experience tragic passings around mm. drugs. So there's a whole dynamic around the experience I can help with others. And that's why I think I get more of those type of passings because the knowledge is there. Yep. Yep, you've lived it. You've got the knowledge. How about uh, suicide victims that come through? What is their message? How do you deal with them? Because your son, of course, he didn't ask to be shot, but he did get himself in that situation. Yeah, yeah, he's so, taken responsibility on yeah, the other side. Yeah, yes. but what about the suicides? How do you how do you deal with that? Well, you know, a lot of the suicides. <laughs> I'd like to know what their messages are it, to you and to their loved ones. Well, that there was, they they usually the messages they did everything possible, or they didn't know, oh. because mental illness, like without my nephew, we didn't know there was the potential of mental illness going on with him. Oh, right. So a lot of parents, for me, suicide is hard because they don't have an answer to why they, they yeah. lost their child. Yeah. And a lot of it is really they're trying to get rid of the pain and not necessarily the light, but they don't know any other way to get out of it. It's just they want that pain to go away. Well, what exactly is the pain that they're experiencing that makes them so desperate? Well, the, the isolation, feeling alone? It, it's It's... Because uh, my son recently has gone through this himself. Um, it's a feeling of you don't see tomorrow being any different from today. You don't know how, you don't see the light. It's they like you're stuck. You're, you, 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 you're so stuck in that, that mode, you don't see how to get out of it. And it's discouraging because without help, it's very hard to do it on your own. And if people around don't really understand the symptoms or, or are aware of what the symptoms are, they can get lost deeply and quick, quickly and deeply. What were some of the symptoms? Can you enlighten us a little bit? Um, I think suicide is really very important. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was... Sometimes you... Yeah, sometimes, with, especially with my son, it's starting to withdraw. Starting to withdraw. Yeah, start, starting sign. not to enjoy what they used to enjoy. Uh, being isolated. Um, and not, not sharing not anything. Wanting, not want, you know, they may sleep longer than they usually mm -hmm. do. They may all of a sudden lose their job. They, If they're in school or college, they, they may be flunking out. Um, not communicative not, with and, their parents. Right, and then there's quietness. So if they're stuck in their room and withdrawing, you know. That's a good sign. That's a that's a starting sign that, wait a minute, this child was a go-getter, and now they're stuck. So that's huh. what we looked for. And my sister, you know, started education in suicide groups, which helped us. Wow. Well, thanks for that, because I, uh, there are a lot of people out there dealing with that, I know. Yes. 
Um, we also talked about, you said that you're a trans medium and that you do channel. Yes. So could you talk about that a little bit? I find that fascinating. Yeah. Um, it started, it, it's interesting because Lauren Rainbow got me into exposing me to that, you know, hmm. channeling and trans medium. And when I explain that to someone who's never really understood that, if you ever saw the movie Ghost, yep. you know, it's like Whoopi Goldberg steps aside and lets Patrick Swayze take over the body. So when you do trans mediumship, you're really just stepping out of the way yep. and inviting them in. Yep. And you feel them, you, emo you, you start taking over their emotions, their mannerisms, even your facial features start to change. So, so wait, is it like their emotions run through you and you're aware of it? It's just that you're... I, I, I'm basically them. You're basically them. Yeah, so it's like when I come out of that, I don't even know most, half the time of what was said because I'm heard. out of the way. So it's like I'm not even there, but I'm there. It's, yeah, it's very. It's I love transmedia. It's a strange duality there. Yeah. So, what is the process? Because you could be, you could say, yeah, you, you're welcome to use my body, but how is it you filter or discern between what's going to be coming through? What if something really kind of heavy and negative? I haven't experienced that because it's from love through love to love. So, really, I've only experienced love coming through. So nothing negative, huh? No, I've not experienced anything negative coming through. Well, then, is there anything that you do in the beginning to prepare to protect yourself? Um, like I said, part of the meditation, I bring in the archangels, but when okay. I'm doing mediumship, I have never really encountered anything negative on it because it's all love. Now, negative experiences are usually on this side of the realm yeah because okay. i i feel people themselves can manifest a lot mm. of that negative energy and that's what you pick up but on the other side all i all i get is pure love and it comes through even from the harshest people really yeah now can you give us some example of that um i mean have you been to like a haunted location and that you were kind of taken over I shouldn't even say taken over. Were you aware of someone who wanted to come in and speak to somebody? Or is it usually like at a sitting, something that's more formalized, where you're there to help somebody, the, someone who is sitting in front of you? Like, I, are you ever, you know, inadvertently taken over? No. Okay. No. no. So it's a deliberate sitting where you decide, okay, I'm going to let you use my body so that I can help this person. And I'll tell you, you know, when you're on the other side... It takes a lot of work for them to come I'm to me sure. and me to come to them. So um, it's always a message of love. Even if, you know, I've had someone who <laughs> killed their wife and then killed themselves after. It was a murder-suicide, okay? And it was a very apologetic response from the one who did it, okay? Because when you get on the other side, a lot of times, and I'll, I'll use my son, for instance, okay? Mm -hmm. So he, he did a home invasion, it turned deadly. He got, he got killed by that, but he, he really was responsible for his death because of the crime. He put himself there. Yeah. So I call it, you know, growing up Catholic, we had purgatory. I call it yeah. school. Yeah. I call it school where you learn why you did the things you did, you know, but... But it doesn't last for an eternity. No, it doesn't no. because you do learn. Yeah. You know, some will go in 
and they they are so surrounded by love that they can't forgive themselves. You know, like I use Hitler. Hitler killed all these people, right? Imagine him going out on the other side, being faced with pure love. There's no way he can ever get himself out of his head. I can't even. I can't conceive of Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Being so. I mean, I get. I get people who come through, even though they've done devious acts in the worst acts, and it's love, and that's what they want to express. Now, I have to, as a medium, determine if that person's ready for that as well that's sitting in front of me they may not want to accept things at that time so you have to gauge it because they still have to work through their they still have to work through their things yeah and usually i'll see a roadblock sign if that happens really yeah so i'll see a roadblock sign so i know not to bring up that okay it's interesting yeah, I bet it is. Uh, what happened with the murder-suicide as far as the person coming through being contrite or apologetic or whatever? It, it went very well. Um, I was delivering the message to the sister, and at, at that point, the incident happened under a lot of alcohol consumption. Mm. So he didn't really... It wasn't real deliberate. It's just yeah, rage, well, probably. I kind of sense... He was getting more and more because I warned his wife at some point that she needed to leave. Um, so she ended up, of course, getting killed. And he did it. And he didn't even know that he did it when I was talking with him as well. Really? So, yeah. So there was some healing of him on that side and healing here. But he was very, very apologetic. And after that, I saw the two his wife and himself get back together on the other side because they oh, that's yeah good yeah so this there's, there's usually a lot of good he- healing going on and the sister was it the sister of the husband or the the wife it, it was a sister of the husband okay so yeah she was having a hard time forgiving him i would imagine yeah it was yeah i mean that's hard people people couldn't believe i forgave my son <laughs> You know, it's hard. Forgiveness, I think, is the is yeah. the key to it yeah. all. And it, for them forgiveness to understand is huge. and moving on, it is big. It's huge. And people think, oh, so you're forgiving him. So you're saying it's all right. It, that's not what forgiveness is about. No, it's not. It's You know, I find a lot of people have to forgive themselves for blaming. I mean, they put themselves responsible for actions. And you gotta, they they pass. They, their journey is their journey. Even with my son, that was his journey. Mm-hmm. And I've become amazingly better person because of it. Because now I can help other people. I didn't. I've always been gifted, but it wasn't until after his passing that I've really studied. Yeah. And now I help other people. I mean, that's a gift from my son to others and to myself. Yeah, you certainly can help a lot of people this mm-hmm. way. Bring a lot of um, a lot of closure and resolve. Um, is there, in your mind, I don't know even about mine, is there a difference between channeling per se and being the trans medium? Uh, channeling is a 
it's not as deep as a trance. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so channeling, you could channel feelings as well, but it's not deep, deep. It's not as deep as trance. Okay. Trance so, is like you step aside completely, and they just really yeah. And then I, I would imagine that the the channeling then is probably not as deeply emotional. Right. Okay. I mean, we just, still get the emotion, but I I more aware in a channeling situation okay. they're both fun though because you get to feel <laughs> i mean you get to and some of them are so funny and you know especially when you get the little grandmas and they you know and you start pinching the cheeks of your sitter because that's what they would do when you start you know you start weird. you know doing these little knitting things because that's what they would do or <laughs> or you know one was one time I had I was scraping my chin because the guy had a, a beard so I was doing the you know scraping the beard type thing yeah it gets fun yeah it must be kind of strange being a woman and, and then channeling yeah, a man yeah, yeah it works though go home and shave yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay just kidding <laughs> So in the way that you work each time, like when you're going to do a sitting, um, is there some a certain way that you prepare? It's just the meditation part. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. are you a person that, um, how much time have we got, Willie? Well, we're at the bottom of the hour. Oh, yeah. Are we? Yeah, we are, yeah. Okay. Well, then, what well, we can, I can ask you when we come back. Okay. We're talking to Donna Henley. She is a soul healing medium, and we'll be back in just a moment. Granite Sky is proud to serve the Granite State, New England, and the world via the Internet with rock-solid support and personal services. There are many aspects to ufology, and the experiencer is too often overlooked. At Granite Sky, their focus is on people, not proof. Granite Sky focuses on supporting those who have had extraterrestrial encounters and abduction experiences. We believe no one should have to face these experiences alone. If you've been visited, visit them at www.granitesky.org. Donna Henley, welcome back. Welcome back, Donna. Thank you. So where were we? Oh, there was something I wanted to ask you out of curiosity. Um, when you walk into a building, now you yeah. being a soul he healing medium, um, are you pretty much aware of ghosts and whether a place is, uh, has a lot of energy? Yeah. Generally I, I, speaking? I kind of noticed that in, walking in here tonight. <laughs> so tell our audience what you picked up on. Um, <laughs> it was funny because um, I sat down and I picked up on actually two, two um, energies. Two characters. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I'm curious to see if this was like a speakeasy at any point of time or some alcohol type of distribution mm -hmm. place and maybe a little bit of adult play time yeah yeah because <laughs> i i picked up on this 
I, I, I guess I could say voluptuous lady yes, who was uh, a body. Yeah, lady. yeah, was kind of looking at me, going, "Hmm, hmm, hmm." <laughs> so I was kind of getting embarrassed by her. <laughs> you know, we had um, um, the shaman. What's his name? Steve. Uh, Steve and Steve, Betty, um, Betty Cumberbatch, what's Steve's Steve, last name? Steve Wilson. Thank you, oh, Steve Wilson. I know Steve Wilson. Yes, yes, Steve Wilson and Betty Cumberford were sitting in here and they were talking about the really body lady in the yeah, back. Yeah, And yeah. she picked, I had never heard about her, yeah. just the other one. So, yeah, she was, she said, she's connected with the building and then yeah. she said, was this like a brothel or yeah, something yeah, like oh my that? God. And, and then there's a male, male, and there's pre- a male, male energy that was like a worker who who kind of, you know, worked as well in just keeping this place top secret kind of thing. You know. Well, do you feel that he was contemporary or older? Um, uh, earlier. What do you think? I think he's like middle age. <laughs> But as far as um, when he lived, do you feel um, that he's contemporary or maybe earlier? I would think he's more contemporary okay. on that one. But yeah, the story is um, that there was an individual who worked here at the radio station. I don't know how long ago, but supposedly he hangs around, yeah. drops in and out. And I don't know if they've mentioned, but we do take calls. The The number is 603-430-9722. If you'd like to ask Donna a question, I don't, I'm not sure if Willie mentioned that. Yeah. <coughs> I think something just came through yeah. the air conditioning system. <laughs> yeah, both of us coughed at the same. Well, yeah. it's funny because I do know, know Steve and, and Betty well. Yeah. Because uh, they run the yurt in Mason. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do some shaman training with him. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. So it's interesting you you mentioned the two because yeah. they're very, very nice. And he's, We've had them on the show several times, and just their stories are fascinating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, love their books. So... Yeah, I got. I, I just recently purchased their books as well. Did you? Yep. yep. Yeah, because that's... In this in this mode of, of career, you know, there's a lot of energies that coming that come in you know and recently have had some other interesting experiences come through uh, yes we do have a caller on the oh. line we have penny from peterborough oh. hello penny hello hi penny hi penny how are you i'm great how are you i'm doing great wow you got wonderful energy yourself i could feel it well, thank you. And you know what's interesting is you have wonderful energy on the other side. You are a you are part of a long chain of healers. Um, I'm even going back to Native American times with you, Penny, in your ancestries. I'm seeing a great great grandmother coming through, and I'm seeing a lot of. Um, natural medicine with her so this would be herbs um, mushrooms stuff like that and I'm also getting let's see you're doing work as well correct Penny correct correct and have have you tapped in 
yourself and felt that energy? Because I, I have a sense that you're feeling that you also are connected to that ancestral energy. I often feel connected to an energy. I haven't necessarily been able to la- label it as ancestral. It's just been a knowing. Okay. Well, this is interesting because I think that is different from your ancestral. I think okay. you have a strong spirit guide that you need to discover. I would okay. Love to. And what I'm seeing is a female presence for this guide. I'm seeing almost, it's not native, it's almost Peruvian, um, where, you, where you're tapping into that knowledge of sound and, you know, dance and ceremony around her. I would meditate because she will let herself known to you. Okay. Have you felt that energy, male or female? I generally feel a a crystalline energy. Mm-hmm. A crystalline? Crystalline. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Formless. Yep. And what's interesting is she will... <laughs> Boy, she she's showing it me even even more. She 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 has a sparkling dress presence, you know, like when she you almost feel her pass through you when you need that energy. I, I'm seeing her. It's like crystal a, a stardust type thing that energizes you when she's around. So yes, there's some of that. She's really really trying to get your attention so what I would recommend for you Penny is bring in a meditation and in that meditation you bring you picture yourself in a room and in the room as you're meditating just say I have a table here who would like to sit there for my spirit guides or whoever's helping me on the other side and invite them down to sit and you'll be amazed that you start mm. getting an image of these spirit guides because you, you, you've created the room now and now you're inviting them to sit and see who sits and she's beautiful I get her with long hair and, and like I said a shimmering dress so it's a very light energy for you but very powerful as well and she's been with you for, for a long time mm. so, so I often liken myself to stardust so the choice of that word is that's very interesting, interesting yeah. To me. yeah 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 well that's what i'm getting with with this with this entity and she is really really um it's almost another it's not a human form it's almost you know angelic mm. so so this is definitely a, a, a an, an angelic but also <laughs> it's just a guy that is above the human it's very powerful very knowledgeable and has your back and you know it's been passed down you have a strong ancestral line of healers and it's 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 all in your family um that's cool yeah it is all in family but this young lady that's that's her help she she, you will see you will see you almost want to call her stardust that's a good name for her she kind (laughs) of likes that she's kind of smiling at me so i can see her um and she is 
really, really with you. So, Penny, you, you got someone really strong, so start that meditation and start meeting. And if you want to call her Stardust, she doesn't mind it. And you can, start medi- yeah, yeah. you can start meditating, calling her in. Excellent. And Penny, I, I, see, did, I see like a little blue light. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She's very, she and blue, you know, that's your voice chakra as well. So she's giving you voice. Um, and she's also given energy through the solar and stomach chakras. And you have this wonderful, wonderful presence coming through your spiritual chakras, which is your brow and your crown. So she's going to surround you with this wonderful blue glow yeah i can feel it yeah i'm feeling her i can't stop smiling yeah me neither because she's (laughs) she's connecting you and me and and she's like she's really sweet i like her i like her a lot and penny when you called uh, did you have a question on your mind no i didn't have a question on my mind and in fact i was unsure of where i was in the setup because i'd been trying to get on the show this evening and um was unable to do any of the none of the live buttons were working and i downloaded the app and for some reason i i wasn't getting in um so i was like i'm just gonna call i'm glad you Um, did well see when spirit wants to talk i guess it really hounds you and you really listen so thank you penny that was good (laughs) yeah yeah, it's it was perfect i'm like well i'm just gonna call yeah yeah well i'm so glad you did because i tell you this energy is going to bring you up you and her are going to do some great things you're going to what's going to happen is you're going to have your path more clear now you may be stuck and knowing what you want to do and she's going to help clear that for you now that you met her love her (laughs) now that you met her she's going to help you do that yeah and free that i can honor her yep yep good well thank you so much thank thank you you. penny penny thank you thank you for the call have a good evening thank you good night okay good night oh stardust i love you (laughs) (laughs) this five minutes is life-changing right oh thank you penny thank Thank you for calling penny well, you certainly hit a nerve with her, didn't you? My goodness. Well, it, what a strong presence that was. Yeah, I think she, that was a message she had to hear. What and we, we should say, just mention the phone number in case anybody yeah. else would like to call us. <laughs> so the next thing that I had on my mind, we were talking about um, being helpful with with law enforcement and I was wondering if you had had any interaction in helping them out to I don't know to get information to help solve crimes to to give them you know to elucidate any cases have you done that I tell you I took I took a course with um Tony Stockwell yeah called Psychic Detective he's got a book out as well a couple of books out and he's from England, right? Yes, he's yeah. from England, and he was at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, mm-hmm. New York. Yeah, right. and I okay. tell you, I he's did. Good. I did a whole weekend, and it was amazing on what information I was able to correctly get from a picture. That's so, so neat. Would I love to do that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I haven't yet. There's a cold case in Berlin, New Hampshire, where I'm originally from, uh, Mr. Broat was killed at 17 he was stabbed on the railroad tracks Mm -hmm. and i would just love to try to solve that one but yeah it it piqued my interest quite a bit 
to be able to do that, I just don't know what steps there are, you know, because hmm. I can't prove anything yet that I'm able to. Maybe you'll get some information that yeah. um, it's going to begin unlocking this. But situation. it's amazing what you can get from pictures. I know, from yeah. pictures. Yeah. Did, and yes, yes we do have another call oh, on wonderful. the line. Angela from Peterborough. Oh. Hello, Angela. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All the way from Peterborough. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my hometown always mm-hmm. loves me, I'll tell you. It, it, you know, it, it's such a wonderful. great, great we energy. We love our Donna. We yeah. love our Donna. Yeah, I actually know Angela, which is interesting. Um, oh, no cheating now. <laughs> no, I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating um, because... I'm sure you don't know everything about Angela. No, no, so. no, I don't. <laughs> what I know about Angela is... I'm going to concentrate because you haven't really talked to me about who your guides are. So I'm going to pick up. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. Because I know you've recently found yourself, you know, being the single parent with two kids and had to grow in confidence along the way. Now, what's interesting with you is you have a strong male presence with you which is interesting because he's he's almost like an old uh, uh, grandfather Moses type figure where he <laughs> but Native American and why I say that is he's he's showing me like a, an old oak tree so what he does when when you're down is he lifts you up when you can't carry yourself Okay, so I'm seeing this oak tree just lift you when you just don't have the energy to do anything. Huh. He just picks you up and raises you up and just carries you, and and it's like you're back in that tree of life, Angela. Um, and that that's pretty cool. I have not sensed him around you, and I've been around you before. So to really, but I've never really read you before. So this is interesting because this is this because I've never mentioned this before. No. We've had we had no. conversations, but I've never <laughs> never picked up on spirit guides because I know you you have other ones, but this one is really really there for you on a grandfather nurturing type, something you haven't uh, really experienced on the male side of things before. No, so, so definitely not. So you need to trust him um, and and ask, especially when you think things aren't going to go well. Just start meditating on that because he's your oak. You know, is there a saying? I'm like the oak, the oak tree. He's your oak, but he's got a lot of nurturing shamanic wisdom. Um, huh. So he's there when you're picking berries outside, or when you're walking, or when you when you're doing your meditation stuff outside, because you're very you're very nature orientated. Um, I am, and and, and he that, likes that. That is so true. The 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 more I'm in the woods or I'm closer to that, I feel very grounded, and I think that has always been um, with me throughout my wonderful journey here, life. That has definitely been a grounding for me. Now, have you been running into beavers? <laughs> <laughs> Not beavers, <laughs> but I have been running into uh, porcupines. 
and right. the other creatures as I do my uh, nature meditations rather it be I go for a walk in the morning and do my gratitude or rather it be I'm picking berries but um, I, I've had had company yes okay because I I'm seeing, well, porcupine looks similar to beavers as well. You know, look up the meaning of porcupine, because that's an interesting animal. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly yet what porcupine uh, means, but all these interactions you have as you go, because yep. you're very shamanic in nature. You've, you get that nice shamanic energy about you. So as you, as you interact with nature, start writing down the animals that come your way because you'll get messages like that. You have a very calming energy about you, so children work well with you as well. And um, it's really, really joyful that you have that stern backup helping you because you need to turn to him more for, for that confidence boost that you can do this and he's got you, he's got you. He's like right behind you. Like, I got you. Oh, and Angela, let me add that if you're looking for like power animals, like to look up the meaning of a porcupine, you can check out a book by Ted Andrews. It's called If You're Looking for the Significance of the Animals That You See. There's a book out there by Ted Andrews. It's called Animals. Animals speak, and he's mm-hmm. he's got all the characteristics of animals in there. There's also one by a his last name is Farmer. He's good as well. Um, I lean toward Ted Andrews though. He's he's my choice. And they, and they have a pocket size one of those. They do. That, they have that a you small can put one in your in your car. Oh, no yeah. Way. So yeah. If, if you see a snake come, coming across your path from the left or the right, it right. means something. So yeah, you can look it up. Animals speak. Ted Andrews. So, Ed Andrews, okay, yeah, yeah, wonderful, yeah. And like I said, you know, this is this is the first time I've seen this guy, but it, I think he's been around you for a while. So it'll be interesting to explore that more. Oh, I definitely will. Yeah, and I will be definitely, you know, looking looking for the book because good, I will be a wonderful. I have one that you can I, borrow. Oh, so. <laughs> it's a good well, reference. Yeah, yeah. That, that will work, too. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling in, Angela. That was wonderful. Well, thank you, Angela. Thank you for your time, as always, and, and your guidance. It's, it's wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling, Angela. Bye-bye. Thank you for the call. Oh, have, have, a good have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. So did we actually six zero three four three zero nine seven two two? So did we actually answer the question on? Um, do you think you'll pursue uh, helping yeah, law enforcement? I, I really do because it was amazing for me. Uh, and there were, like I said, Tony presented some actual cases. And so, what was it that you ascertained correctly um, from the photograph that he showed you? There, there was one where it was a photograph of a young man. And of course, he he relayed what the police la- relayed to him. It was um, a young man that went on leave. He was on a ship, went on leave, but they, they, he never came back on the ship. Okay. Um, and they, he was last seen at this bar. Well, it turned out that he met one of the fellow men on the ship. Mm-hmm. Who and none of that was known. This is stuff we had to come up. Uh-huh. So. 
you know, I pictured this other man that was waiting for him and did some sexual moves mm-hmm. wanted and this young man didn't want that. And were they and already was, back on the ship? No, or, no, no, okay. no. And he killed him and he brought it back to the ship to the kitchen gallery and put him in I don't know wow. a disposal bin or whatever it is wow. on the ship so they never found him till after. So So you actually picked up on stuff yeah, that the cops yeah, didn't know. Yeah. And then there was one where a girl said her, her brother went part up a picture of a brother and this was one in Boston Mass mm-hmm. and I go oh his body was found on the shore but there's something going on with the face so ev- he evidently went into the water in the harbor in Boston yeah. and they found his body like a month later and his face was kind of oh sure yeah and I picked up that it was it, it's just amazing when you look and you start getting the detail uh, so Tony does work with law enforcement over in England, mm-hmm. and his books are amazing. He does have books that describe actual stories that he's involved in. Can you think of any of the titles? Um, I wish I had them, but if you just look at yeah, Tony Stock, I think Psychic Detective is one of them, but uh, just look him up, and there's definitely... It, yeah. it just sparked my interest um, when I took that, and I that, told Tony he had to do a week <laughs> for that. So you, you studied with him for a week about that? Uh, no, I studied for a week with trance medium with him, and then it was a uh, psychic detective for three days after. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. Quite an opportunity. Yeah, to, it was like eight days of, oh, <laughs> I was pretty burnt when I drove back. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about some of your um, your most memorable readings? What comes to mind? Um, oh, there's so many. Uh, you know, um, there was one um, of a dad who lost his son. Oh. And a lot of times I don't like, if, it, if it's a passing that's shouldn't be shared i don't share it but in this case all i said is your son is telling you it didn't hurt and it was it it was peaceful and you understand this this is what his son told to me well he he drowned and i did so his son came through to say he was okay and we went through the detail but the dad came to me after and this was out of the blue gallery I did. I mean, out of the blue. It wasn't scheduled or anything. And his son was with a party of three, and they were fooling around in the canoes, and they all fell in the water. Everyone made it to shore except him, mm. and he drowned. And the father understood why his passing was peaceful because his father drowned when he was a boy but was brought back really? by his friends so he understood the peacefulness so the fa- you know i told the father he saw a light but it was a light straight so he was disorientated and that he just got tired and you know did he hit his head he didn't no no, no? it just he just was disorientated it was dark it was at night so there's a mm. lot of you know other readings that are more gory that people i've had one where the person didn't talk about this passing for 40 years and mm. I did the reading and it was pretty traumatic passing and the whole point was 
this person didn't leave him even though he could have gotten in trouble it's when he was a kid uh, they were in a building that they shouldn't have been in trying to do a robbery and it was an elevator incident inc- incident um, where the elevator was stepped, uh, caught between floors oh, and you geez. can imagine from there but I mean this guy was rugged he goes I never talked to anybody about that I go well he's saying thank you for staying with with him and not and he goes I didn't know I needed to hear that and he just started crying and it's just that release of yeah you know because you keep sometimes you just keep these things and these are the things that I get it and is I so get the healing. comment oh, I've been trying to reach that person for 30 years oh I've been trying to reach that person for 40 years I've had it's like he's they've never come through and then they come through and I'm like wow they picked me for that long and it's humbling and honoring that I mm-hmm. I get picked because it's really a deep private secret yeah that yeah they're sharing yeah, with you yeah and it's like I didn't sh- I've never sh- you know they go I've never shared that with anybody I go well <laughs> I guess it was time that you needed healing well I gotta say during that gallery reading at KRI um Donna brought my mother through and she she nailed her she nailed her personality things that she did things Christmas. that <laughs> things that I've got of my mother's it was unbelievable uh, she nailed it she's she's a real thing how about another phone number 603-430-9722 so we could take another call if um oh sure we get a little not? bit more time Hey, we're not in any hurry. We're going to be here. Yeah. We'll I keep, keep seeing something over there. I'm like, who is that? Mm. <laughs> so what are you seeing? It's the guy. It's the uh, male energy that keeps popping his head so in. So is he interested in what we're saying? Yeah, he keeps popping his head in. I'm like, come on in. I'm surprised he hasn't shut doors on us. I think he's a voyeur myself. <laughs> <laughs> this place is this pl- place is fun though. I like it. He hangs around in the back. <laughs> um, well, she's back there. That's why. Yeah, we probably, <laughs> probably, probably half clothed too, on the other side. Um, have you ever tried to uh, to to help somebody out, a reef for somebody that was being dishonest with you, and you saw through them? Well, what's interesting with especially with my education and my trust. One of, one of the biggest things as a medium is learning to trust spirit. So I've had a few cases where they go, well, I want to talk to my brother or I want to talk to my grandfather and I'm trying to connect, trying to connect and nothing's happening. Uh-huh. So that's when I say, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't make the connection. I'm not going to lie about it. I'm just, it, it doesn't come through because... You know, someone says, oh, do you have my ex coming through? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Well, you should. I, no. <laughs> and she goes, well, good, because he's alive. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah, like, they're testing you. I, I, I just, you can't make a connection if they're not there. Yeah. Now, I have been able, this is interesting, I have been able to communicate all times of, timer and dementia patients. Really? Oh, my goodness. That have passed, you mean? No. No, that are sitting no. in front of you. No, that's that. And I didn't know I could do this until well, my friend Dina's, I, until my friend Dina's mother ended up in hospice. And I never met Mimi, that's her name. And... Uh, 
so Dina's good friend of my friend Dan that I've known since childhood, and they go, yeah, Mimi's in, in hospice. And I go, well, where's her rosary? And they go, what do you mean? I go, well, you, you, they're not doing the rosary, she, she, and she would do the rosary twice a day, but they never brought it in. And then I described the room she was in, and then she told me when I get this beautiful gown on with flowers and butterflies, I'm going to go. So Dina and I wrote everything down in a Word document to give to them because I couldn't believe this. And Dina goes, oh, yeah, they just, you know, wash Mimi. She's in this beautiful gown with flowers and, and butterflies. And I'm like, I didn't say, hmm. you know, this is a day because they pick who they want. But she also gave me uh, directions for her, her funeral. She was strong Catholic. And I said in the Bible, she's got this written down. And they went to the Bible and it was written down, right? And so I so go to, she was communicating yeah. with you and she wasn't even in front of right. you? Right, right. So I went to see her after all this, but I went to Lauren Rainbow and I go, how can I do this? Because I was definitely communicating and she was showing me how she was before. Because when I went to her, there was a picture on the wall of her young. I go, that's her, not this. And Lauren goes, when when dementia and Alzheimer's, they tend to go back and forth in between, right? And you Mm. you hear that sometimes with, oh, there's mom with patients that are close to death right you sometimes and so they leave their body come back leave and it's during those those comings and goings that i was making the connection and it it, that's why i love dementia and alzheimer okay so when she was out of her body she could clearly communicate with you okay yeah so she was communicating you yeah yeah during during those times where she was going back and forth and like i said she 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 gave you know everything about the funeral and it was correct and it was it just was amazing and what was the period of time like was it all in one day no it was over a few weeks like i said i wrote it down and then when her dad got ill i was able to well he was at the end communicate with with mimi yeah and that told him that she was going to meet her him for a dance and Dina says yeah he wanted to dance with with Mimi when he got there and I I go she's got this dress on I go I there's a photo of it in her room and it it was a red dress but it was like her wedding dress it was you know knee length it was unbelievable Mm. I, I even went wow this is this is so cool I'm always amazed and humbled about how accurate the other side is and what they give you. And being able to do that connection, it's just very humbling for me to have this gift. Sometimes I pinch myself. <laughs> yes, it's just amazing. How about then when you're in a gallery and you're doing a reading and no one is asking necessarily, they may be focusing on someone mentally, but... How is it that you associate the person coming through with whomever is in the audience? Um, now I can kind of gauge who it's for. Okay, how? Um, just being pulled there. Oh. In my earlier days, I would present what I was getting, and then I would ask, can anyone relate to this in the audience? Mm-hmm. Right. 
and a few hands would go up usually and then you have to kind of fine tune it fine tune it from there but you find as you do this more and more you get drawn to like a section i'll say you know i feel like i'm in the front right or i'm in the front left or in the back um yeah it it just the energy just because it's a heart-to-heart connection Mm -hmm. and usually if people go to gallery they're there to get messages so Mm -hmm. you know they've already kind of gave you permission to yeah and and when it's you know from love through love to love you get that heart-to-heart connection it kind of guides you you know and if not if I don't get where it's going that's when I say I have a young gentleman here he's very handsome presents himself in a hand yeah so I'll go so at that point, you're you're not only getting the like the personality, but you're getting a mental image oh, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. And, the per- and and then I start taking over the personality because I I do channel yeah because they're communicating you know? with you in so, a certain so, yeah, way. Like you know, he's like all that. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the leather jacket's important. <laughs> <laughs> And you mentioned that you've got an 18-year-old daughter, and you feel that she's got the gift, too? Yes, yes. And she's are you just... instructing her in some no, way? No, because she, she's got to go her own path. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah, yeah. So she'll do with what she wants. You know, she may do nothing, but... Now, you come from Peterborough, and I did want to ask you, um, do you feel really connected to the, the land and the energy out there and maybe the Native American energy? Well, it's interesting because... Um, I my first foot stepping foot in Peterborough was in 1996, and the minute I st- stepped my foot in that town, I said, "I'm living here. I'm going to hmm. be living here." And I and were you visiting business trip? Yeah, I was. I was. I was interviewing, and so it was a business trip. But I knew I would live okay. there, and mm-hmm. I ended up moving with no there intention. You know, no. I ended up moving there a month later. And when I had N- Nate's funeral in Peterborough, it was a Native American ceremony that was held at the base of Mount Mananoc. And Jim Beard and Auntie Crow and crew mm. did that ceremony for me. And it was beautiful. Like I said, it was at the base of Mount Mananoc, which is very powerful as it is. And turkeys started coming in. Turkeys? Around, yeah, around the circle. And then... <sighs> Four hawks started flying different directions above. It was the most intense. I had about 50 people there who never experienced anything Native American, and they walked away going, what was that? Was that powerful? Yeah, it was. Peterborough's got such a wonderful energy. It's a cute little town. Yeah, it is. Now that you've lived there, I I would think that you'd really... um, be ensconced in what it's all about because a lot it, of Native Americans were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I use Cunningham Pond, which is just a little pond up the road, to just release and meditate. I do water meditations up there. It's it's neat, neat really little town. Pristine. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I went up there to hear a French group a couple of times at the um, the theater. Yeah, long drive. Yeah, yeah. Long drive. So do you have a website, Donna? Not yet. It's interesting because, like I said, I used to kind of work full-time as a financial. (laughs) (laughs) My career was control in finance, you know, and it's like people in finance. So I I am going to be setting up a website Mm -hmm. um, 
soon because I'm getting more and more demand just because, you know. Getting I, exposure. I, yeah, and I try to do this assembly as possible, and Spirit's just putting me out there without me really, you know, I'm asking to be put out there and it's really happening which and is they're nice. responding and they're yeah. responding yeah. so that's good that's always good when you know they they've got your back they're so i'm pretty excited about the potential of the future because uh, you know to help people is the goal do you have anything coming up like a kri have they asked you to speak again um soon i i it's funny. I, I today I got hooked up to KRI because I'm getting other experiences mm. that I've just. Um, my camera took pictures of its by itself Tuesday while Tuesday. I was at a pond, and the pictures are pretty amazing. <laughs> so, you know, kind of UFO-ish. So I've been working with KRI to try to figure out what the heck that's about yeah we could explore that further yeah we i i do because that's that's really interesting that's never been on my radar but now it's like i got peaked interest in that and they've got um encounter groups too yes, yes. so that yeah. is the place to yeah. go Yeah. so i met with mike today and andy and it was mike stevens and yeah. andy kit yeah. yeah 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 it was pretty good you know because they'll tell they'll they're, they're the truth as well so that's a great center yeah. so you do have a facebook web page then not yet I will be. I'm, not, I'm sorry. A Facebook page. I is do what have I meant. a Facebook yep. page. Okay. Yep. Yep. And how can people get a hold of you? Just through Facebook and. Yeah, I got Facebook, but I also, um, if you allow, we could put my email address out there with my cell phone number. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, yep. so it's my cell phone number is six zero three five four seven five nine five four. My email is d for dog p for paul hanley h-a-n-l-e-y 62 at comcast.net again d p hanley 62 at comcast.net phone 603-547-5954 would love to give her a call yeah yeah <laughs> yep well, thank you very much, Donna. This has been very enlightening. It's been fun. Oh, thank you. Uh, you, you guys have uh, been fun. Uh, I've always enjoyed the two of you. You got great, <laughs> great energy, <laughs> even at this time of night. <laughs> thank you. Oh, it's all phony. It's fake. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. no, yeah. no. <laughs> actually, actually, we're just a recording. Yeah. We're not, not even here. But we're recording. Since we're we've recording. gone almost fifteen minutes over, we we probably should. should well, go. you you'll no, be able to edit it. You and your editing skills, you'll do a good I job. I don't have to edit anything okay. that's, that's the beauty of it okay all right so hey uh i guess that's the end of spirit radio for this week are we going to be here next week i think so do we have any guests um putting you on i'm the sorry spot. what did you say <laughs> do we have any guests? putting me on the spot <laughs> yes <laughs> maybe you're too busy doing documentaries to book people no <laughs> no i no no just okay. on the spot to, to remember if we have a guest next week <laughs> um i think we have a a best of scheduled oh, okay. for next week. Right. I guess Do you, I, don't you remember? I guess I better get busy on that then. <laughs> <laughs> but the week after. The week after we have. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at keeping secrets sometimes. Well, we'll let the audience know eventually. Okay. Hey, that's it. That's Spirit it. Radio, the paranormal experience. Uh, thank you everyone for listening and you have a good evening. Granite Sky is proud to serve the Granite State, New England, and the world via the Internet with rock-solid support and personal services. 
There are many aspects to ufology, and the experiencer is too often overlooked. At Granite Sky, their focus is on people, not proof. Granite Sky focuses on supporting those who have had extraterrestrial encounters and abduction experiences. We believe no one should have to face these experiences alone. If you've been visited, visit them at www.granitesky.org.